The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hello and welcome to the Big Technology Podcast, a show for cool-headed, nuanced conversation of the tech world and beyond. Joining us today is one of my favorite voices and entrepreneurs in the tech world. He's the founder of Meetup, a site that helps people meet online and then get together offline. Now he's working on something new. Scott Heiferman, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex. Good to be here. It's great to have you. I always love our conversations. I think the listeners are really in for a treat um, and uh, I'm thrilled that you agreed to come on. So thanks for being here. Of course. So, um, yeah, I already sent you this question in advance. So you have like maybe a little bit of a, <laughs> a heads up know. on what's coming. Um, but I think it's important to get in nonetheless. Uh, so you you founded Meetup. Um, I think Meetup, uh, in its essence, is an extremely optimistic site. The idea that you try to get people, you know, who meet online around like interests and bring them together offline. The idea is that's probably a good thing. Um, and I think that like when um, when I first learned about Meetup in the early 2000s, uh, you know, it was very exciting. It had all the energy of like what the web could do to bring people together. Uh, and that was like one set of beliefs of where the internet would go. There was this hope of vision that it would be good and optimistic and actually cause people to understand each other more. Now, now you know, recently, <laughs> it seems like the internet's gone in a different direction, at least according to many where it seems to be ripping people apart instead of bringing them together. And so uh, I just thought it would be good to, you know, start with that and ask you what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't prep me that that was going to be the question. What happened? I, I, I think there's, uh, uh, there's you can read books on that. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not some, some grand pundit on like mm-hmm. the historical, context of how um of uh you know like sort of deconstructing big tech and in in broad ways you know i i think uh you know real real people do real things and um there are so many voices better than mine that can sort of deconstruct you know what happened but generally speaking i think um you know there's uh Pierre Omidyar, who was on Meetup's board early on, he was the you know founder of eBay. I mean, he he, he put it early on that you know anything that has the ability to do uh, good also has the ability to do to, uh, bad when when you're bringing people together. And um, you know there might have been a naivete around that, but um, and I'm not going to be this sort of blind optimist, but you know, yeah, you know, humans have gone through a lot of stuff through a lot of millennia, and we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't think it, by the way, I don't think it is naive to know to think that people can come together for for good. I just wonder, like, it's a lot of it is about the structures that we set into place to sort of have them engage online. Um, I, mm-hmm. I would love to go through, it's one of my favorite stories to hear a little bit about, like, the founding of Meetup and, and the early years. Um, maybe we just start with that um, as we sort of dig a little bit deeper here. So uh, I think if I recall correctly that you had the inspiration to start it after um, seeing people get together in New York after 9-11. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, 
that which was which was 20 years ago and in a couple months we're hitting that anniversary um and having uh you know having stuck through the pandemic here you know with little kids you know and school and being in the city straight through here we are it's you know it's july 2021 here mm-hmm. uh whatever how many uh you know 16 months into covid mm-hmm. um uh, yeah the start of meetup you know, there, there's some, you know, there are, there are parallels here, but yeah, uh, you know, 9-11 happened. I, I was, I grew up in Illinois, went to school in Iowa, came to New York, was in New York for uh, a bunch of years and, um, didn't really know my neighbors in an apartment building. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the story of meetup is being, um, you know, uh, in that apartment building, being on the roof, j- just as, uh, you know, 9-11 was unfolding and connecting with my neighbors in a way that I had never before. And people saying, uh, hello to each other and looking after each other in the days and you know weeks after um, that that moment and um, led me to reading the book Bowling Alone uh, by Robert Putnam, um, which I hadn't been aware of. And uh, you know, which is all this... about the decline in civil society in the U.S. People instead of going to bowling leagues are now watching television. Essentially, was his argument. Yeah, yeah, and a, and a kind of rising distrust of. Uh, distrust of their uh, their neighbor and and real disconnection and disengagement from um, other people, uh, you know, uh, locally and increasingly offline in general. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I just sort of took it as a challenge to how how can you use the internet to get people off the internet, and um, you know, just kind of had had the had the uh, the crazy idea. Which um, I mean, I, I don't. Think we want to make this conversation a, a like retrospective on that, but it's mm-hmm. it's fascinating, um, you know how you know how unlikely Meetup was to uh, succeed. You know, not, now that I'm doing something new, um, mm-hmm. it's you know I was a I was 29 then, I'm 49 now, and you know the naivete, well, there's that word again, but also kind of like the, the willingness to. Um, jump into something that's highly unlikely and maybe not know how unlikely it is to succeed is, uh, you know, a reflection maybe of a, of a 29 year old. Um, and the questions of, you know, what is possible when you throw into the mix today's, you know, boy, to, to think that 20 years ago, to think that people were, were, uh, were not getting along, uh, mm-hmm. you know, within the country or that there was, uh, you know, uh, division and you know, sort of st- strife between Americans, and how would you bring together people who might have different beliefs and put other things aside and have this sense of shared, you know, community? Boy, you know, I mean, it's a whole different level now, right? And so, I mean, and we won't spend the whole time going over what happened with Meetup, but it is pretty amazing. You put this side up, to, and it basically just allows people to enter what they're interested in, connects them with people who are around them, and encourages them to get together. Uh, meet up around it, and it was uh, uh, pretty wild that there were all manner of different types of meetups that that have emerged and continue to emerge. You know, mom groups and pet groups, and I mean, you you know the list better than me. But um, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, hundred million hundred million people signed up, and you know, uh, tens of thousands of gatherings happen every week. Uh, even mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, and now you know, I'm not involved in the company at all at, at, in any way, but. Uh, you're seeing that you're seeing that that post um, post COVID rise mm-hmm. 
of a hunger for that in real life community. I actually went to, um, uh, with my seven-year-old son, I went to a meetup yesterday. Really? Uh, in New Jersey for, uh, you know, we got, we got a cheap little, you know, $200, $200 uh, drone. And so we went to the New Jersey uh, drone flyers meetup and it was, it was like, um, I'm not going to wax too much here, but like, <laughs> man, it's like you have, you have a, you have a whole slew of people from all walks of life, young and old and black and white. And, and they're, and they're just like, you know, they just come together at a farm in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in New Jersey and, and, you know, kind of, the, it's a skill share. It's a, it's, it's a, they're, they're, they're teaching each other and they're, they're it's so warm. And I was like, man, this, like this, you know, like this happens in the United States, people yeah. of different, you know, who doesn't matter who they voted for. They were just kind of um, having this, this really, you know, and just kind of this warm experience. Um, I'm thinking, man, the people who created this platform should get an award or something. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool when that stuff happens. And, yeah. You know, maybe I started with the big question a little too early, but maybe this is a good setup. So I'm curious, like, what you think? It, what do you think is happening? That there is this desire among people of all different races and ages and political orientations to come ar- together around life like interests in real life, and you know, coinciding with that, there is this other trend where people are starting to see each other as just an other and you know villainize people who don't have the same beliefs as them how do those two things exist in tandem i mean there are the you know there's a glimmer of hope that you know the the premise of meetup of you know that that people might have things um that you know separate them but they have a bunch of things in common and if you can focus on the thing they have in common whether you know in this case it was a drone flying um it really it really transcends you know the the other stuff now you know i've you know we've all been through too much to just be kind of pollyanna and Mm -hmm. and simplistic about it i um uh, i don't have the answers for um you know i I don't think that like i don't think meetup's going to save the country Mm -hmm. but there really is something the fact that even it's happening today at, at at the height of this division is um is really something to 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 learn from i i don't and i and i'm not i you know i don't have the you know i used to have a lot more clear vision of the Mm -hmm. path from um from where we are to something to a a more clearly bright future and and it's a little it's, it's bumpy right now i don't know what happened to that clear vision um or to change it well, you know, I, I remember, I mean, I would make it my business just as, as part of my job as CEO for 16 years to like really go to meetups and be tuned into things. And I, I, I mean, I, I would tell people that it was the, the greatest travel hack in the world is to basically <laughs> wherever, whatever city you're in, you go, you know, you go to meetup, you find one of the, the hiking meetups happening that day because they're happening that day around every city and, you know, or all the other meetups, but hiking was just something that, you know, you could, you could spend a few hours and you're basically stuck with a dozen or twenty strangers, locals, mm-hmm. and you're uh, you're trapped with them, and you um, and and you talk with them, and um, and you know I remember you know I doing I went you know to Pennsylvania to a meetup days before the 2016 election, and you know you could tell that you know despite my story about yesterday, I mean there's just this like. Um, there's this, uh, you know, beneath the surface 
fear that like if this if this roams into political land mm-hmm. um or if you see that one person's driving this car and this person's driving a pickup truck or you know it's just it's very uh what happened was is that uh i mean i, I can't i can't tell you what happened the the, the whole um mm-hmm. country got more sensitive and and um you know and for you know for for reasons we all we all see yeah have your so when we started talking, one of the things that was exciting to point out was that how Meetup really took off uh, on the Howard Dean campaign. It was in two thousand and four, something like that, where the organizers of that campaign were very digital oriented, and they used Meetup to uh, spark a lot of organizing. Uh, and you know, it's interesting. Like when I also like read, I mean, I, I th- obviously like think Facebook went in a totally different direction. But there was a lot of early political organizing on Facebook, like David Kirkpatrick's book talks about how people in Colombia were organizing against the government. I'm kind of curious if if you're if you ever anticipated that technology would be used in sort of this, you know, tear apart political context, and and whether your your views and this is a bigger question, but um, I'm just going to throw it out there and see what you think. Like, have your views on, on human nature changed at all over the years? Uh, we all we all grow up. Uh-huh. Uh, we all, you know, you, 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 go through things in your life, your eyes are open. I think you'd be, um, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm curious when I listen to Mark Zuckerberg, you know, whether the, you know, w- what is a, some kind of a head in the sand, what is a, you know, needing up, needing to keep up political, you know, uh, corporate, you know, messaging. Um, but I also, I also love the actual, you know, mm-hmm. the, the actual vision and optimism there, um, yeah. and which I, which I believe is, um, I, I it must be mostly heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Your question was, did my uh, view of human nature change? No, you know, like I, the, the, the same, I feel more, um, I believe more than ever in the power of people together to find meaning, find power, find connection, find, uh, you know, uh, purpose and just, a, a you know, a basic, I, I think that, um, yeah, people need each other more than ever now. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think is happening? I mean, you, you initially, you read the Putnam book, um, about the decline in institutions. Now it's like institutions are continue to decline across the board. Uh, I just went through your Twitter feed. You had tweets about the decline in religious participation among Gen Z, and then one about how, um, well, this isn't going to be news to folks, but um, people are lonelier than ever. And you are, you know, tweeted a little bit about this study about a decline in friendships, uh, particularly among men, where friendships are uh, much less common and people are feeling lonelier than ever. So mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts about, you know, what might be behind that and how that could be reversed or addressed? Or is it sort of um, kind of hopeless at this point. I, I mean, I don't know where to start. There's, there's so much yeah. to get into there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, my, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by the role that religion played, plays and played in people's lives to not, you know, having nothing to do with, um, you know, God or, or spirituality, but the, but the, um, the way in which it was almost, you know, for some, you could say an excuse for, for, for togetherness and, uh, and and community building and people and by the way I, I'm trying not to use words like I don't even try not to use even the word community <laughs> anymore because it's so really? meaningless. Uh-huh. Um, the the you know we're, we're talking Wait, about why do, you, civil- why do you think it's meaningless? 
Well, I tend to be hyperbolic, so, I, so, don't, so don't quote me on this shit. But um, no, because well, it is. We are it recording, is, uh, so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, we'll roll you, with it. You listeners, don't quote me. No, it's uh, it's just it's a word that means uh, that's just you know I'm I'm one of the people responsible for the you know kind of broadening use of of that word. I thought I was using it in a in a very uh, simple and pure form, which is community is what happens when people, you know come to under come to lean on each other um mm -hmm. and um community you know and uh now you can say well i mean mark zuckerberg will refer to you know the facebook community as if like yeah. three billion people is a is a community um i want to stay on point what was your question again we're talking about the decline in friendships and religion and sort of why that might be happening whether it's reversible yeah no and so i'm i'm actually really optimistic because uh, yeah, at least on that that level, that on the sort of, um, you know, I don't know how you heal uh, the 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 widening division between, uh, you know, uh, a MAGA hat wearer and mm -hmm. perhaps someone else, and that's and or the you know, uh, you know, some of the anti-vax world and the, these things. I don't know about that. What I do know though is that the opportunity to um, have people be in situations where, and, and by this needs this needs serious turning around because the mm -hmm. the, um, the, uh, the the idea that people don't have uh, people they can confide in or turn to, they might have a faux sense of that on Instagram. They might have a faux sense of togetherness, a faux sense of, of a a feeling that like, well, uh, you know, I have my people on you know, in a Facebook group or, or, or Instagram or what have you. Uh, but when, you know, but can they, uh, who can they really turn to people um, that are going to be supportive and caring, you know, the base, this is just like basic human stuff. And, and all the numbers look bad on that mm -hmm. right now. Uh, the reason why I'm optimistic is because I believe that there's, you know, as soon as I, I, over the past few years said like, you know what, I, I'm just going to like turn off social media more mm -hmm. and, and even lose the idea. And I realize you know, most people don't, a lot of people don't have this, but like, you, you know, you can also live a life if like you'd say, well, yeah, I got friends in this city and friends in this city and friends in this city. And that's, that's, I, I realize there's a certain class of people who say stuff like that. But um, I basically like, you know, like, uh, more than less, like broke up with my non-local friends. Really? And, um, and mm. I'm sorry, Alex, I, I, I wish you were <laughs> that tighter, explains but you're, it. <laughs> you're, you're coming back to New York, but, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, realizing, you know, again, as you get older, mm. you, you know, you realize like, wow, there's 24 hours in a day and, mm -hmm. and you, yeah, you, you might have, you, you got a few decades left and, and that's it. And so I, um, you know, I've, I've set up the rituals of like, okay, these are these friends I'm, I'm like having uh, breakfast with once a month. And these guys I'm having lunch with every Thursday, most of the time. And this person, um, you know, I'm going to see most days because we're in the neighborhood and let's, let's actually make the effort to get to take a walk or get coffee. I mean, these are, you know, I, I remember uh, Alain de, de Bhutan, the writer, he uh, talked about this story where he saw Eric Schmidt gave us give a speech, and he's talking about the you know the moonshots of you know of Google, and and then uh, he asked him like, 
what about you know what about pointing those all that energy like google uh you know energy to invent and point it towards um figuring out how people can forgive each other more mm -hmm. and eric schmidt just like <laughs> laughed it off and said like laughed it off and said no 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 we can we can colonize the moon easier than we can do that and mm. um and i that's a real i mean it's a it's a it's it's kind of a funny story but it's actually a really it's um i think that's everything right there like the um you know the opportunity to uh you know really think about some of the just basic human needs and how to to re-ritualize or you know there's just there's a lot of people doing a lot a lot of interesting work around that yeah i, I think what you talk about um breaking up with friends from out of town and and focusing in on deeper connection is is super important i think that's also something that i've realized as i've gotten older it's it's all about uh quality of of friendships and not quantity of them and that deeper connection makes all the difference and i think it's interesting because like um us Facebook generation, right? We're like taught to collect friends, like, oh, how many, what's your number of friends is it going to be on your profile? But it really, has the, that number, you know, doesn't make any difference in terms of your quality of life. You could have five. And if those connections are deep, that's what matters. Like there's, um, speaking of, I'll just say one more thing, speaking of like the loneliness stuff, right? Like um, while I was doing research about this for always day one, we were thinking about the downside of technology and where Facebook was going in particular. And one of the measures of loneliness is when people say that, like, they're surrounded by people, but they're not with them. And I think mm -hmm. that's like such a thing that happens right now, especially, you know, people are on their phones when they're with friends and they don't really, they're never really present. And um, there's just this crisis of connection that's taking place. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, you know, and I don't want to fall into the trap of the old guy who's saying, you know, phone's bad. Oh, well, they can't. I mean, by the way, good. I think that's the purpose of this conversation. Like, well, one of them, right? We, it, it's not, not that phones are necessarily bad or good. It's that they, there's a certain level of uh, you can put stuff on the phones that can that can either solve for these problems or make them worse. And the question is, what to build? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that's always the you know the I think anyone who's watching or listening here, mm -hmm. you know, I think we all have this this uh, opportunity to ask ourselves, you know, all right, you get you know. You get a few de decades of work. What do you want to work on? Mm -hmm. um, and um, you know, the good news is, is that there's there's opportunity to do, you know, to put food on the table, doing work that um, that can be net positive. And 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 there's really just so many challenges uh, out there. Uh, you know, whether whether that's climate change or or you know poverty or anything. I mean, um, yeah, there's just like there's important work to do. Yeah, so we've danced around it, but do you think this decline in, in institutions like religion and friendship mm -hmm. uh, is a product of the rise of, I mean, I know it was already happening when television came out, but do you think it's a product of the rise of the internet? But it seems like as internet usage has gone up, these institutions have gone down. You know, I want to be clear that I, you know, the net positive of, uh, of Facebook groups mm -hmm. is huge. Is is way more positive than negative. And there's um, and you know I mean, gosh, the power of the way our messaging group messaging works, and it's all mm -hmm. you know. There's so much to beat up on, and I'm happy to beat up on. Uh, you know. Oh, I'm not even um, saying Facebook necessarily. Yeah. yeah. You're you're saying um, you're saying tech, internet you know, usage because I do internet think, usage technology yeah. in general. Sure. I think um, 
Uh, I, I don't have I the answer to this either. So, but I'm kind of curious what you think. Yeah, I'm no, very curious. I, 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 I absolutely don't have the answer. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like going to pretend like I'm some sage on a mountain who's figured right. it all out. What I know, what I know is that the um, I'm I'm scared as hell of my kids. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to give like the standard mm-hmm. screen addiction speech. Every any mm-hmm. anyone can give that. What I'm what, what I realized recently was that um, my um, you know, a job as a parent of young kids mm-hmm. is to um, sell them on the wonders of the of the physical world mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> the competition is rising. Yes, like the the you know, if if you think that all the content and and if you think if you think YouTube and and everything is not like you know addictive right now, I mean, it's just you know, and the amount of incredibly wonderful content. You know the streaming services, the podcasts, the mm-hmm. the um, uh, you know TikTok, everything. It's just it becomes so so good, so yeah. awesome. And then you you know take that to like the metaverse level that you know and 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 VR and all that. And um, you have to like real life is in for some serious competition. And so Dan, my which is which is my I'm answer, I'm saying that as an answer to your question because um, the um, the draw is. Uh, you know, it, it's like this question of presence. Um, there's no, there, you know, nothing will trump the, nothing is better than the, than that, than that sort of in real life um, driven bond of friend of, of friendship and connection, I, th- I, I believe. And, um, and you can get close to it. And in some ways you can like surpass it on some levels that aren't uh, on some measures that aren't as important. Uh, yeah. But um, the answer to the question is, I, I think that uh, I think that we're at risk of the net, the net um, being negative on mm-hmm. technology and the internet. But you know, uh, but uh, but it ha- but but not yet. Yeah, I agree, and I think that um, again to just go back to like why we want to have these conversations is because it's so easy to go through life and not think about. Uh, you know, what the effect is going to be and what the impact is going to be and how to actually optimize Absolutely. these tools for good instead of, um, you know, just scrolling through a TikTok feed and being stuck on your bed for two hours, not able to move, which has happened to me, which is why I had to delete it. Uh, it, so, it happens to me regularly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and um, you know, who's going who's gonna to do something about it? Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't think any answer, you know, it's a, there's a multi-pronged answer, but one right. of the answers is... Um, uh, I think there's an enormous opportunity to work on things on you know social software mm-hmm. on um, you know all kinds of things that can have a uh, a counter a counter effect. You're not going to ban- you know you're not going to make TikTok's not going to become illegal, and it's only going to get uh, more appealing. Totally. Okay, so we've talked about uh, Facebook groups, Facebook messaging. We've talked about TikTok. After the break, I want to speak with you about the blending of the online and the offline speaking specifically about augmented and virtual reality, which you have some thoughts on. So why don't we take a quick pause here on the Big Technology Podcast. We'll be back right after this. And we're back here on the Big Technology Podcast with Scott Heiferman, founder of Meetup, uh, founder of a new thing, which we'll get to at a certain point in this conversation. But let's start this segment with a conversation of augmented and virtual reality. So Scott, um, you know, you, it's interesting. First of all, it was interesting to see, hear you today and see some of your tweets saying that you're 
optimistic about what Mark Zuckerberg is building. Honestly, I think that's um, oftentimes you tweet that and, you know, there are a thousand people that are yelling at you. So brave of you to say that. I think with you that there's a lot of good things that Facebook does as well. And we've talked about the negative on this show, you know, a thousand times. So, um, but putting that aside, um, you, you talked about VR and uh, this was a little bit of a different tune. So you wrote, um, Mark Zuckerberg today, you can think about the metaverse as an embodied internet where instead of just viewing content, you are it. And then you wrote, <laughs> this is not good, all caps. Your body matters. You are not media. So do you want to elaborate on that and talk a little bit about what you see as the dangers of people uh, finding themselves in VR and imagining that's reality? You know, again, there are some there are some bigger, uh, more articulate thinkers on this than me. But I, but having having lived in the the chair of like the you know meetup CEO for sixteen years, I can, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and seeing a a kind of indescribable thing that happens when uh, people um, you know people connect in in real life, and you know what happens there. I think that. Um, there's a real threat. There's a real, real threat. I mean, the uh, the um, the train is not stopping toward a you know towards a um, uh, towards a uh, towards us living in um, in- increasingly digital virtual w- worlds. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a, it's it's kind of like it's wonderfully astonishing to me that. Uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is not shy about that. It's not, is, I mean, it's like, it's almost as if like this, this like, I, you know, what I, what I see is like a, you know, secret devious strategy of basically having people live, you know, more and more, you know, now we're, we're think of how many hours you spend a day attached to your screen, you know, your phone, your computer and zoom and Instagram and here and here and here and here and FaceTime, you know, like, that's not going to go down. That's going to go up and it's going to be, and it's going to encompass our, our, you know, our whole reality. And, um, and I'm not denying the, you know, the virtue and the value of, of, and all the good that comes of that. Um, you know, it's, uh, but the, like, um, what is the, what is the, 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 um, you know, meat space in real life, (laughs) Will increasingly lose out. Uh, it'll be less appealing. It'll be less fun. Watch a five-year-old or a four-year-old or an eight-year-old or a ten-year-old in a you know wonderful virtual world, and you'll say, "Why would they bother going back to the to uh, physical space?" And um, and losing that you know ability to have eye contact or losing that ability to you know appreciate the imperfections. And um, you know, uh, you know the, the imperfections of the real world and real people in real life. Um, uh, I don't know, Alex. What am I trying to say here? What What about what are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I sometimes I feel like I get lost in a in a um, you know, it's obvious. Yeah. But I'm but I'm like cognizant of the fact that it's completely not obvious. I've got I've right. had debates with like uh, people who are building bots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, real like I remember I, I yeah. had a dinner with a Stanford AI researcher who I you know he's like yeah we're building a, we're building a, a we're building virtual friends hmm. you can really be friend a, a friend with a with a with a virtual what will ultimately be you know C three PO or whatever. Hmm. and 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 he was like this is amazing yeah and I'm like 
well, wait a minute. If people don't have, you know, uh, what, what, what I, um, um, is it healthy for some, for people to, um, really kind of lose touch with what's, what's real and what's not mm -hmm. because basically a computer can't love you. A computer can't Correct. care for you. A computer mm -hmm. can say the way some like bots do today, they can say, I care, uh, I care about you or I care, or I care what you're saying, but they can't. Right. And the ultimate like kind of meaning of life is, is to be cared about and to be loved mm -hmm. and for someone to care about you being well, someone to care about you not being, I mean, that's basically, that's, that's like the whole deal. Uh, and, um, and so if is, so, so are we, are we headed toward a world where, um, um, no one really cares about you mm -hmm. because, because computers have been programmed to, and I know you can say, no, 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 the, pre the you know, the VR is about, is about connecting real people almost presence like through through technology it's still two people or you know a group of people and they care about each other and they love each other um but it's a um it, so I'm, I'm not uh, you know I, i'm not talking about like the need to hug a tree right i'm talking about um the way in which um hugging a person is kind of necessary and mm -hmm. as we kind of step further and further, more and more kind of like, you know, well, we could just virtualize it. It's, it's fine. That's a problem. That's an issue. But okay, let me ask you this, then. Um, you said that so, you know, part of the meaning of life is having people care about you caring about others. Can you do that through VR, gl VR goggles? I think it I think it can be additive. I do. Yeah. I, I uh, uh, my problem is, is that um, and I and I really don't want to make this about, uh, you know, I, I would I have a lot of like empathy for whatever, you know, Mark Zuckerberg deals with on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. What, what is a little scary to me is that the march toward and the path, the march toward like living, living in the metaverse, yeah. you know, um, without a, a, um, a sense of like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up here. Is this like a little spice? Is this mm -hmm. like an additive part of life or is this life? Right. Yeah. And how would you, how would you define the metaverse? Is it sort of like a bunch of different programs that your digital avatar could go between and interact with digital friends? Like, I guess like it's happening in gaming right now. Also, we've talked on the show about how on Fortnite people spend more time uh, hanging out than they do actually fighting uh, because you can be together with your, your friends. And um, I guess Ooh, VR cool. could be VR could be on, uh, on, on a 2d screen. Um, and I think that's what people are referring to as, as this metaverse where, it's essentially life transposed onto the internet. Is that is that a fair definition? And sort of what what about that concerns you? Sure, sure. That that yeah. That uh that seems to fit. That seems to fit. And <laughs> yeah. I and I and I don't know what that line is. Again, I think it's additive and positive. Right. Um. I, I'm you know I you you know I'm I'm looking forward to a future where my relationship with friends is like, it, you know has a has a has, has the occasional dimension of like virtual presence in whatever whatever form that means. Um, the problem is, um, you know, some companies have proven, have like proven themselves as not knowing what enough means. Mm -hmm. Enough screen time, and, enough engagement. Yeah. And I don't just mm -hmm. mean like, oh, add in some little features to say, you know, yeah. oh, you've, you're, you're, you're now up to date or whatever. I just mean like, um, 
Well, I don't know. I'm saying, you know, defend IRL. Like, who, yeah. like who's, who's um, uh, you know, and, and no one gives a crap about some, you know, I'm not talking about some defend IRL hashtag movement. I just, mm-hmm. I just mean that like, IRL. Just, there's a lot, there's a lot to build. Like, yeah. why hasn't someone built a better meetup? <laughs> you know? Good question. Why hasn't someone built a better meetup? Yeah. Uh, like, why hasn't someone built the 50 other versions of people mm-hmm. connecting, you know, things that like, you know, that, that I can think of and that are obvious, you know, so there's a lot of things, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, it's, it's great. There are all these venture capitalists and marketers and people building, you know, and building the perfect ad systems and building the, you know, the 10,000 people at Facebook working on VR and, um, all of this. But, uh, you know, I think that, um, I think there's, there's exciting things to build that can, uh, be, um, that can that can connect people in real in real life and and I mm-hmm. hope people I hope some people quit their jobs and work on that. Yeah, and maybe it's too cynical to say it, but I think a good portion of why people haven't built a better meetup yet is because you just can't you can't track you don't have the engagement data that you would on um, on an online platform, and that becomes less exciting to people building. And I'm going to use that word community. Well, I don't know. What you, I mean, you know, meetup. But yeah, is a business that you know. Uh, tens of millions of dollars of revenue and mm-hmm. was profitable. And, I didn't say it's not a good yeah. business. I'm just saying yeah. that, you know, um, there is an addiction, I think, among developers in many cases to live in a world of optimization. You know, TikTok is, you know, think about the most ri- you know rising social media app, which is TikTok. It's a perfect example. They, you know, they look at everything you do, your, um, how long you're on a video, whether you like it, whether you comment it, um, you know, how quickly you scroll up, whether you watch it on a loop and they use that to optimize. It's much more, it's much more difficult. And I think it's a more worthy challenge to optimize in real life. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know, uh, I just want to, you know, my like, you know, annoying high horse here isn't just about real life. It's also yeah. about um, it's, it's most fundamentally about going back to what I said about like be, people, you know, you being cared about and cared for and someone right. caring and you caring about someone. And, and I think that, um, uh, you know, you can even have, uh, you know, virtual group platforms. I mean, messaging, messaging apps are, are wonderful for bringing, you know, and, and the, 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 a positive effect it has on groups of friends and such. But mm-hmm. I, I also feel like there's, you know, such a missing opportunity to, um, you know, uh, to connect people one on you know, one-on-one that they already know, you know, how people, um, um, just, yeah, it's, it's what you said, the deeper, the deepening of Mm -hmm. relationships and the deepening, uh, you know, more quant quant quality, not quantity. Right. So I guess this is a good moment to bring up, uh, what you're working on. Um, I saw you posted a job listing for, uh, someone to come work at the company that you're working on now. And give some examples of what you want to do, like uh, maybe connect people who are one-on-one connections, have like maybe someone who's a nurse, connect with someone who's considering going to nursing school, some other forms of coaching. Can you elaborate a little bit on what you're up to now, what you're up to next? Mm. Uh, How much can you say about it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. This isn't like, this isn't uh, top secret defense department stuff, but we're, uh, but we're, um, uh, but yeah, it's nine of us and we're like in this kind of crazy experimentation mode. Um, for the past few months and we're, mm. yeah, we, we decided we're going to, we'll, we'll come out when it's, when, uh, when it's time to, when it's time to come out. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm, um, uh, you know, I always think in terms, you know, one of the fascinating things about 
you know, our, this industry is this ability, you know, that the, the, the internet is a network of uh, people and not a network of computers and this, um, uh, you know, it's always fascinating when there's this like kind of excess, excess capacity where, you know, uh, Pierre Omidyar, the founder of eBay realized that, you know, there was all mm-hmm. this stuff that people had that other people wanted or, you know, Airbnb where people had, um, you know, extra rooms or extra, homes that, that other people wanted or people had time to drive an Uber and other people wanted a, wanted a ride. I, I believe that um, the, great, the, the biggest untapped like excess capacity out there is the simple um, sort of inventory of people's life experience hmm. um, and their empathy. Basically, people, are, people can be really caring and good listeners and empathetic and just wonderful people if they're put in the right situation. And they have this life experience with going through whatever uh, they've gone through, and other people, are, you know, would really benefit from it. So, um, so yeah, we're 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 hitting this broad challenge of how do you, mm-hmm. um, you know, take this world's most excess capacity <laughs> of of experience and empathy and mm-hmm. and put it put it to work, put it to use to yeah. help people. Yeah, and you asked earlier, you know, in the middle of this conversation about the metaverse, what am I saying? And maybe it really is that, you know, we are running the risk of falling further and further into these digital worlds without realizing how the physical worlds and our connections with others, which are key to a functioning society, uh, are eroding. And it seems like this is another swing at trying to use technology to address that and potentially fix it. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, awesome. because, and at the end of the day, it's it's about um, you, you know, you can have a bunch of people blathering on Clubhouse or spouting off in some media form, but um, for people to be heard, like one on one, for mm. a person to be heard is a is it's quite uh, rare uh, mm-hmm. to you know to um, uh, you know and and to enable not the not the loudmouths who might be on a stage on clubhouse but um uh you know for the for the average person to have an opportunity to be uh heard um and it not be therapy and it not be yeah. you know whatever whatever expensive forms of being heard are definitely okay so let's take one more break and then uh we'll just wrap up here with another about 10 minute segment uh, we'll be back right after this and we're back here for one final segment with Scott Heifman, founder of Meetup and a new company he's just told us a little bit about. Uh, on, our, on our third segment, I always like to have a little bit of fun, sort of do some rapid fire stuff, uh, get at some bigger questions. We've gone philosophical, so uh, let's just start concrete on this one. Uh, for listeners, Scott, you've got uh, like two squares tape behind you. What, what's going on there with the blue tape? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> They're empty, uh, empty blue squares in the background. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they are uh, a pending painting experiment that um, uh, one of my kids uh, decided to, I said, tape where we're going to paint. And mm-hmm. that, that's, that's part oh, of that's gonna it. That's going to be part it. of it. Cool. And then a bunch of people sitting, uh, standing on us like some sort of sandbar. <laughs> Sorry. Just, it's a cool no, background. I found, I found that's this, awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I stole this picture online and somehow it appealed to me. So I yeah. did it and I, I somehow kept record of who I, of who, who, whose picture it was and where, but I, um, I, 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 you know, it's a, I don't know if it's a, it's, it's right or wrong, but I, um, I tend to, um, I'll print pictures that I find off the internet and oh, nice. like, voila, it's, it's art. Super cool. Okay, yeah. cool. 
All right, continuing on, um, <laughs> I had to just get that out. I'm like, what are these blank squares? What message are they sending? Mm. Um, so you said before we start recording that it's cool if I ask you a WeWork question. You don't, you, you can answer whether you want or not, but um, mm. got to ask. Uh, I'm curious whether you would still choose to sell Meetup to WeWork if you had the chance to do it again. And uh, yeah, well, why don't we just start with that? Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I don't know. I wouldn't, I'm not going to be cagey. I, I mean, it, it, oh, the way it played out. No, hell yeah. no. but no. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, there, there was a, there was a specific vision there uh, of, of what I thought um, that company was. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and no, if I could, if I could see the future, I don't think so. But, um, but the good news is that meetups in really great hands uh, because um, I, I think this is public information. Uh, you know, it was bought from WeWork by, uh, yeah. By the uh, you know probably the best um, uh, you know uh, internet entrepreneur in uh, in New York City, mm. um, and, and he ke- uh, Kevin Ryan mm-hmm. who started many things um, uh, you know MongoDB and DoubleClick and and lots of things and he um, uh, so all I know is it's in in good hands someone who who uh, who's a really phenomenal. Uh, business person and really cares about the mission. So yeah, so I'm, that's I'm great. Happy. Yeah. yeah. We just had uh, Elliot Brown and Maureen Farrell who wrote the cult of we book. Um, and so this will be the last question I ask about it, but I'm fascinated by the story. How soon into the experience did you re- realize that Adam Newman wasn't the real deal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I didn't participate in any of the, I, you know, I got asked yeah. left and right to right. every journalist to, yeah. to I, I'm, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. I, I, I yeah. don't, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. All right. Let's wrap with, um, some positivity. Um, kind of curious mm-hmm. what, you know, I, I do think that, um, one of the things that's cool to hear from you is your optimism about people and about what the internet could be used for in terms of good. Uh, and I'm curious, like what you're optimistic about now, if there's mm. any specific, types of technology or um, applications of tech that um, that you're particularly optimistic about? Um, let me go a little broad and then I'll try yeah. to get specific. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I had, I had an experience last week where I, in the same day I had the, uh, I, I finally got around to reading that Mark Andreessen, Andreessen post where, Time to build. you know, uh, no, the the post pandemic oh, one. Okay. Yeah, the, the, it was the follow up to that. Yeah, that we built. He he, he wrote a <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. Time, what we built. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I mean, uh, that is a um, it was really well written and 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 hard to argue with it. Not that not that we not that I would want to. And it was you know it basically what it says was you know man look at look at all the ways we navigated a pandemic. How, hu- how the how human beings navigate a pandemic thanks to you know the crazy myriad of all the things that have been put in place thanks to mm-hmm. you know thanks to technology and the and and uh, and the market and all these things and and um at the, you know the, the same very day I saw uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, you know uh, one of his return to Broadway shows um, where uh, you know the the kind of inner Bernie Sanders, Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. AOC, part of me, 
who mm-hmm. like I couldn't have seen a more touching reflection of Bruce Springsteen on stage and and re- and expressing what it means to you know care and love for America as a place of um, you know of of uh, of opportunity and and uh, and you know understanding the, the the struggle and the strife and the difficulty of mm. of just getting on in the world and um and and you know and and wanting um wanting opportunity and all these things and um the, i know i know this is, this is not seems like it's not answering your question but it, it hit me that i was like wow you know so many of like the the Bernie AOC Springsteen crowd just hates on uh, Mark and what I, Mark what Mark Andreessen is saying, mm-hmm. and the and the Andreessen crowd is just like <laughs> just pissing on you know the AOCs and the Bernies of the world, mm-hmm. and um, to me it's like there there there's so much there's so much incredible overlap in these um, in these views and visions um, of and um, and it's really it's it's a shame, and I you know so I'm not sure what I'm saying of like oh you know the, I'm not just saying okay magically these things are gonna um, uh, gonna blend, but I I'm hopeful that there are, and I know I, I see a lot of people who do really get both sides of that uh, of mm-hmm. that world, a sort of techno utopianism, and a deep caring for people's struggle. Yeah. Scott Heiferman, always a good time to talk to you. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you, Alex. Yes. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's great. Well, I hope you, uh, we can get you on as a regular guest, and especially as you have news to announce around your new thing. It would be great to get you back. Great. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Nick Guatney, for doing the editing, Red Circle, for the hosting and the ad sales. And, uh, again, appreciate you all for hanging out with us here on the Internet. Maybe uh, get together with some of your friends in real life and see what it's all about. might be cool. All right, we'll do this again next Wednesday with the tech insider or outside agitator. And until then, uh, take care.